Warning. Viewer discretion is advised. The following episode may contain graphic descriptions of murder, rape, sexual assault, and crime scenes. Listen at your own discretion. Hello, everybody, and welcome to, or welcome back to, The The Depths Depths of of Depravity, Depravity. where your hosts, Christian and Ellie. (laughs) Welcome back, guys. Episode three, we made it. Oh, guess, guess what, guys? You know how I have been leading the past two episodes? Well, Sir Christian is leading this one. (laughs) I got knighted, too. (laughs) You got what? Knighted by the queen. I'm Sir Christian. Oh, (laughs) Sir Christian. (laughs) That was weird. I don't know why I said that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited because I'm excited to be the listener. Yes, I'm, I get to lead this one. So, so the past mm-hmm. two episodes, we did, um, an episode on an unsolved murder case. Yeah. And then we also did an episode on serial mm-hmm. killers. We did the freeway killer, killers technically, and the case of Amy Mahalvik. And if you haven't listened to those episodes, go listen to them, please. Especially because we are about to give some information on Amy Mahalvik. There's been some new, um stuff in the case so we're gonna tell you about yeah, it so apparently there's been an update in the case after mm-hmm. all this time of uh, this i was reading an article and i found it was very funny um, um my nana <laughs> hi nana <laughs> she was listening to this podcast and she uh, remembers when uh amy's body was found she worked um in ashland county at the time and remembers mm-hmm. hearing that the body was found and that one of her friends was like interviewed because the body was close to near their farm um so then she sent me this article that had just recently they found um this lady came forward and said that her boyfriend might have be a suspect to look at in this murder. Um, mm-hmm. apparently they lived very close to the shopping center from where she got abducted. Mm-hmm. Um so that I think they're looking into it now, but I thought it was kind of cool that we we just started talking about this and then yeah. this update comes out. It was kind of creepy. I was like, wow, the first case we chose out of because I have a list of just like case upon case or like serial killers that we could dive into and this was the first one i chose and then like something new comes out about it i was like oh that's spooky yeah so i thought that was really cool but anyway for sure so moving on uh this episode i'm leading and it's gonna be on conspiracies i'm gonna have a few episodes every once in a while where i talk about some conspiracy theories that are around Um, he loves conspiracy theories i think they're fun it's kind of some of them are wacky some of them don't make a whole lot of sense (laughs) (laughs) but a lot of them like i don't know they make a little bit too much sense you know what i mean yeah so for today i wanted to talk about a conspiracy that i found that has been around for a a little bit of time Mm -hmm. um it is the conspiracy that has to do with the harp facility um it's located in gakona alaska um, and HARP stands for High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. Hmm. Um, so this was originally uh, made as a ionosphere um, research program. So like they took these antennas and like sent waves and stuff into the ionosphere, mm-hmm. which is like the highest level of our atmosphere, yeah. to like figure out what they could do with it. Um, and it was funded by the U.S. Air Force, the U.S. Navy. Um, the University of Alaska Fairbanks, and the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, or DARPA. Okay. Um, it was designed and built by BAE Advanced Technologies. Um, it started being built in 1993, um, and but the most current working um, update they've had on it uh, was completed in 2007. 
Um, and so its original purpose was to analyze the ionosphere and investigate the potential for developing um, enhancements within um, our technologies like radio communications, surveillance, GPS, yeah. things like that. And it also had what they found helped them like do different things within the military, like finding underground facilities in like other countries that were hidden. That's crazy or, like, that they could do that. Yeah, deep diving submarines that were to like get better be able to i don't know it's kind of weird like by going up you can like see things down down yeah well i mean that makes sense like a bird you know yeah but you know what i mean i I know what you're saying yeah or from a plane but like as deep as like underground bases and submarines that's crazy how going up can do that yeah anyway (laughs) (laughs) this is is a big facility so it's 33 acres um big um if you look at a picture of it um which we'll have on our instagram um, at the depths of depravity <laughs> shout out <laughs> <laughs> but it, it if you look at it it is mm-hmm. it's 33 acres long and there's 360 transmitters and 180 antennas all over this land there's just antennas everywhere wires connecting all the antennas together like little trailers underneath it's, it's really weird looking it's just uh-huh. it's unsettling because there's just all this land covered in wires and metal it's you well, can see why people might yeah. think don't most places like <laughs> look like that though <laughs> like, i mean no you have like, to see it it's, oh, it's okay. weird and like the way that it's spaced out in height it's mm-hmm. it's kind of you can see why people like think maybe this isn't just used for mm-hmm. research <laughs> I'm going to look up a picture um, while you're talking. <laughs> yeah, so you can see what it looks like, too. Oh, it's way out there, yeah, for no, sure. It's, it's far away. Ew, wait, yeah, it does kind of look really creepy. And it's just like, it's just that, like, a weird plot of land in the middle of nowhere that's just covered yeah, in... Yeah, it is in the middle of nowhere. Ooh, so, yeah. and it's just like antenna upon antenna, like... Yeah, it's it's definitely... things. Wow, that's weird. It's definitely like, okay, do you really need all this for... <laughs> Do you really need all it's this? It's definitely like something out of a sci-fi book, it feels like. Yeah, like it looks there. dystopian or whatever. Um, So you can see why maybe some conspiracy theorists might have something to think that this isn't quite what it looks to be. Mm-hmm. So it's located 250 miles south of Fairbanks, and it's mm-hmm. like nestled within some mountains. Yeah. Um, And conspiracy theorists have blamed it for everything. They've like <laughs> said it's caused earthquakes to even the destruction <laughs> of the space shuttle Columbia. Um, as oh. well as saying that it can control the weather, mm-hmm. it can like light our atmosphere on fire, mm-hmm. and a lot of people say it can be used for mass mind control. <laughs> what is their, what is their reasoning behind the mi- mind control? That's well, here, what caught yeah. my <laughs> interest. We're gonna get into that, but also before we go into that, there's some fun facts kind of about this facility. Um, and within the X Files, they featured this. Um, mm-hmm. within the X Files is like an episode. Um, and in a Tom Clancy novel, they also used this facility mm-hmm. to, like, it was talking about how they used it to, like, control people in China. So, very cool. And also, it was used uh, for inspiration for a rock album. Oh. <laughs> so, it's, it's really interesting, the things it's been used for. But the reason why a lot of people think that it could be used for mind control is because there's a man by the name of Nick Beckich. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a book that has sold pretty well. It's called Angel's don't play this harp and is it h-a-a-r-p yes <laughs> Ooh. so he he is basically talking about i throughout it well if you have to know more about him um yeah. he's kind of has a reason to be suspicious of the government and think that they would be doing harm to their own people um when he was growing up his dad was a politician he was like mm-hmm. a local elected official and he was running um for a state seat within congress uh-huh. um and while he was campaigning he was flying from um, 
he, I, I can't remember the exact locations, but he was on the plane and the plane just disappeared. Like it never landed. They never found like that Malaysia flight or yeah. whatever. So like this yeah. this flight and it was like a big news back then. And mm-hmm. he def he. 100- and what was this? Did you say this was like in the um? I'm pretty sure it was like in the 40s or the 50s. Okay. He's, yeah. he's an older guy. He's older. Okay. But like the flight disappeared and it was like a big like everyone was like looking for him because mm-hmm. he was like running for Congress. Like he was. Yeah. It was a big deal that he, he was missing. important. And he yeah. definitely. They Not never... that anyone else isn't important, but you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean. He he felt that foul play was involved. He yeah. didn't think that his the plane just went missing out of nowhere, like mm-hmm. especially since he was running for government. Yeah. So he's kind of he was kind of. He says it like that's the best thing his dad ever did for him was disappear because what? it kind of <laughs> it put him into this mindset and like this where he like where thinks he's about trying this. to find things. Yeah. And so he he was like, um, in an interview, he was asked if he thought it was foul play, even though they never really found anything, and he hundred percent believes that. It was not an accident. That it was on purpose. That his dad went missing. I mean, I would went. like. I I cannot fathom how planes just disappear. Like, how do they just out of thin air vanish? Yeah. Like that makes absolutely no sense to me. Were, was it, were they flying over an ocean? No, it was like across the country. So and like how how can a plane just across the country over no huge body of water just that makes no sense to me. There there's yeah. definitely foul play. No. So, yeah, but so then that's kind of, that's, that. that started his whole, like, conspiracy thing and why he mm-hmm. didn't trust the government. So he, he, looking at all the schematics and all the research for this, he mm-hmm. fully believes that this facility can be used to control people's minds. He is, he looks at the science of it and he sees how these waves interact mm-hmm. and the, the way that our brains interact within, like, the waves that are transmitted to us. The facility can transmit these waves to people and it could affect like there, the way that it's set up, he looks at the evidence and he, the way he says, like he has evidence, could, like scientific evidence, scientific evidence that what this facility does, it is possible for them to control people's minds in a way, like kind of change over time the way that they do things by like transmitting it. And can that work? Like how far away can that work? I'm not sure, but it's a, it is a huge facility. Like there's so yeah. many antennas, it can go pretty far. Especially if you said they can find things in different countries. Yeah. Ew. So he, he's like, he, the guy asked him in this interview, he said something like, do you have any proof that this has happened? He says, mm-hmm. I don't have proof that it's happened, but I think that it has happened. And he said, you think or you know? And he says, I know that it has happened because our government, if they have access to something, they're going to use it. If they can do it, they're not going to not use it. Ew. So he thinks fully that because the science points to that it could work, that they have that they tried it and they have. do it. I mean, that makes sense. Like, of course, they'd take advantage of it if yeah. they have the skill set So it's for kind it. of crazy that... But, like, he's kind of been the one that has, like, instigated it. And the people that work there now... Mm-hmm. Um, so in about 2008... They, th- this facility had like taken a lot of tax dollars and it was working pretty well. And then around in 2009, they announced that they were going to shut down the program because it was oh. costing them too much money and they kind of already got what they wanted. Wait, after so it. is it still active or is it, it shut is. down? It is. It's active oh, okay. because they discussed it and now the ownership is solely to the University of Alaska Fairbanks who kind of helped build it. So in 2015, they became like the sole owners of it. And so they're it's, able it's... to like keep it running just the university? Yeah. But I don't know. But <laughs> Dang, not, it must cost a lot to go I don't there. know if they're doing like, the full thing that they could do with it. Oh, okay. So who knows if now it's being used? Like, because, like, I don't know if the university would be using it for mind control, but yeah. if, if, Ooh. if the government was doing it, then before that, it was still possible that it could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but ever since the university has taken over, like, they've gotten a lot of calls, like, death threats. People are, like, really, like, serious about this, like, conspiracy theorists, like, 
yeah. have called them saying, like, if you don't stop doing this, like, I'm mm-hmm. going to come find you and kill you and, like, blah, blah. Like, you're ruining the world. You're destroying our world, like, with the atmosphere and the weather. It's kind of crazy. And, like, even, like, high up people have said stuff about this. Um, so the Venezuelan leadership, mm-hmm. um, his name is, in 2010, the, the leader was named Hugo Chavez. Mm-hmm. And he said that the HARP facility was to blame for the devastation um, in Haiti, that they, they, they the caused the earthquake. The huge earthquake yeah. in Haiti. And he he said that it was the heart facility that did that. He said it was a weapon that could create weather anomalies to cause floods, droughts, and hurricanes. And that same year, mm-hmm. Iranian leader Mohammad Ahmadinejad said that the harp was causing floods in Pakistan, what? and that he claimed that the West was using it to steal Iran's rain. So there's like what, high do they up have leaders. any proof, or is know. it just, just like their assumptions? They're just saying like that their proof is that it could do this. I don't know. They're just buying into the conspiracy with everyone else, kind of mm-hmm. pointing towards this facility that it has been does, used like, to do the, this. Does Harp have any like motivation to do this to them, or maybe it was just like them testing to see what they yeah. can do, and they were doing I, it? I guess that's kind of what they're uh, thinking. That's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Many of them of the theories that stem from this come from, um, it was enabled by former Alaskan Senator Ted Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um, he wielded great power over the uh, federal budget and he earmarked about 300 million to build it, uh, the heart facility. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when wow. it came online and they like had used it, they officials extolled its ability to neutralize the electromagnetic effects of, from like a nuclear attack from like North Korea. It's like the thinking that it could be used to stop like, what happens after a nuclear attack? What and like for so many other oh military God. uses, mm-hmm. like saying that if North Korea launches a nuclear bomb, it'll explode seventy miles above the Earth, and they could use this to like stop everything from coming down on them, on us as America. So it kind of is like okay, if he's willing to put that much money into it, it can yeah. probably, it's more than just reading yeah the atmosphere. Yeah, for real, three hundred million is that's an insane amount. Yeah, so oh it's kind of there's all these things that are like okay, mm-hmm. there's reasons why people might think this but yeah. so the the once the university got in control of it they know all this stuff was happening like mm-hmm. all these people believe this they so they the started opening yeah. up every couple of years they've opened up the facility for people to come in and like tour it no way um and a lot of the conspirators don't want to come in and see it because like um they're afraid they'll get killed or something well <laughs> there was a guy that went in and he like put on a tinfoil hat <laughs> to be like you're not going to control my mind <laughs> But them opening up have said that, like, we hope that by opening up, we can show people that it's not capable of mind control and it's not capable of weather control and all of the other things that it's been accused of. So, I mean, to be fair, it might not be anymore, like, being owned just by the college. Yeah. But before that, being owned by the government, like, you look into the past and you see all the things, like, the CIA has done, Mm -hmm. like, with mines to, like, help interrogate people and to get information out and... yeah. Like, I wouldn't put it past the government to, like, do it if they could. This is mere speculation. <laughs> that thing is factual. Yeah, like, they're going to come for me. <laughs> Let them come. <laughs> but, like, I mean, I understand, like, where they're coming from. Like, the, I, mm-hmm. I, their government's not upholding, like, not upstanding citizens. They're, like, <laughs> they do, like, bad things. Like, the CIA, some mm-hmm. of their, like, investigation, like, what, Guantanamo Bay? <laughs> The things that they've done to, like, terrorists and things to get information. Like, they're not... Yeah. I wouldn't put mind control past them. It's not, like, the worst thing that they could do ever. Mm-hmm. That they Especially if you said it's something, like, subtle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it would be over time. It's not, like, robotic mind control. 
you yeah. said. Yeah. <laughs> Robotic. But, so, I mean, it makes sense. Like, I, I mm-hmm. see where these conspiracy theorists are coming from. Yeah. And it's actually kind of a funny story that goes along with this facility. Mm-hmm. In 2006, two Georgia men <laughs> were planning on attacking this facility. <laughs> it's like the, the raid on Area 51 in September. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of what was happening. So, <laughs> Michael Mansell, 30, mm-hmm. and James Kenneth Dryden, 21, we're mm-hmm. both from Georgia, Douglas, Georgia, to be specific. <laughs> and they were arrested in November of 2016. Ooh, okay. <laughs> they found they were loading weapons, including assault <laughs> rifles. They had thousands of rounds of ammunition, bulletproof vests. They had radio communications equipment and about $5,000 and cash was all in a vehicle. <laughs> what was the cash gonna do? Help them rain? I don't know. Make it rain cash so they can't see you. <laughs> but so because of these conspiracies, mm-hmm. these two men from Georgia decided that they were gonna try to <laughs> blow up. <laughs> and, I'm sorry, that's so funny. And like attack and get rid of this place in Alaska. They think they're gonna get rid of they it. They thought they like... were going to get rid of this thing that was trapping human souls. Uh, like they they appeared I'm to so have sorry. like been radicalized like a few weeks leading up to their like they watched a video on the heart facility and like they they were like they made that decision in they a made week. like you know what this is real <laughs> these conspiracy theorists are right this is controlling minds and we're gonna stop it so the two of them oh, were like God. you know what we got this and, <laughs> and they were caught like well they were still in Georgia <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even make it to Alaska. No. I mean, I don't know. It's just they're planning to travel to Alaska, mm-hmm. hijack the car, the guards at the heart facility, and blow it up. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but That's... so Mansell is already being investigated laugh. in connection with drug dealing. Uh huh. So, <laughs> like, they were already looking into him, and they saw like he was got all this ammunition, and they're like, okay, what's, <laughs> they were like, this what's is very suspicious. So, um, the investigators like interviewed them, and they kind of. Like, they already had, like, enough security in place at heart that they don't think that these guys mm-hmm. would be able to get through. And they also don't think that they would have made it past the Canadian border with all of the weapons in their car. <laughs> yeah, they really did not think this through at all. But they, they were, like, still, like, concerned and paying attention to, mm-hmm. like, that this was supposedly going to happen. Yeah. Um. But the University of Fairbanks was, like, is still trying to dispel that these things aren't true. But these conspiracies have gone like all the way back to 1990, so it's it's hard yeah, to it's hard to prove it. It's like hard to like change people's minds, especially yeah. people like that think like this way about things yeah. like this. Like mm-hmm. if they think they're being mind controlled, they're they're not gonna change their mind about it. Especially because yeah. if like the guy was kind of making sense, like the science shows that it it could it could potentially like it in theory would work. Yeah, and like what's to stop them from at least trying? <laughs> yeah, that honestly, you're convincing me. <laughs> Like, yeah. But, so, but so like, one of their open houses in August 2016, it was attended by 350 people. So, there mm-hmm. there are people that want to go and, like, see it and maybe yeah. try to figure it out for themselves what they think is actually possible and what they actually did. But I just thought I it was mean, really, yeah. I thought it was really funny that, like, at least these two guys <laughs> were convinced enough to go and try to attack the They were the convinced facility. after a week. Like, not any more research. Like, a week was enough to just fully convince them <laughs> to go and blow it up. Yeah. Like. Even though it was, like, $300 million to build it. Like, yeah, they'd totally just, like, they'd (laughs) They'd really put a dent in it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of funny. But you guys can decide for yourselves, like, what, what you think about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it kind of makes sense. There's videos all over um, other articles. You can, like, do your own research into yeah. it. Don't just take my word for it, especially mm-hmm. about things like this. Like, f- figure it out for yourselves. Yeah, I definitely um, will, probably. But I, I, just thought, I just thought it was an interesting one to think about. And then, and then mm-hmm. when I saw that these two guys had gotten arrested, I just I knew I had to do this <laughs> yeah. one first. Because, yeah, there are just some of those crazy people out there who really <laughs> who really just go full on like it's <laughs> insane i don't me. know I, I just thought it was kind of uh, funny but mm-hmm. yeah so i mean this was more of like it was a shorterish conspiracy but i mean yeah. there's still a lot to talk about you guys can let me know because i'll do this every once in a while if there's any conspiracies yeah. you've heard and want to like learn more about mm-hmm. um just let me know and i'll, I'll think yeah you can contact our instagram at the depths of depravity on insta give us a Cause there's there's a lot of conspiracies out there um, yeah some of them are shorter. I could probably do an episode where I talk about like maybe three tinier conspiracies yeah, and then can... maybe like where I have like a longer mm-hmm. one. But you guys just let me know what you want to hear from me. Uh, we just thought it'd be cool like to kind of include like a conspiracy segment within our podcast because yeah. it's just. We definitely want to like cover all of the bases of just kind of the, the crazy vibe things of, that yeah, happen. Like crazy people, the, yeah. the human mind, how things yeah. can like be perceived us and mm-hmm. crazy stuff that can happen. Not just like, you know, murders or unsolved mysteries. Like I love talking about conspiracies and hearing about it and. I believe in ghosts. This is a conversation for another episode, but we're definitely going to get into that too as yeah. well. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening. Yes, we hope you enjoyed it. I'm sorry yes. if the episode's a little bit shorter, but you know, okay. I, I think I think it's I think it's a good one. I think it's it's really yeah. fun to talk about things mm-hmm. like this. I agree. It's just like to kind of go in depth on it and kind of you get to think for yourselves on these ones based mm-hmm. with what I show you, what you find for yourself, what you believe. Yeah. So let us know what you believe and for sure. uh, Oh, and there's one more thing. I don't think we ever, you know, gave a shout out on the actual podcast ourselves. Um, Thomas Seacrest created our lovely intro that you hear before every episode. It's very good. The very spooky jingle we have going. And Ryan Shreve created our cover art that you see when you listen to us. Um, And... Christian's sister, Megan, also took the photos yes. that we use for promotional purposes. So, so thank, yes, you well, thank you guys so much for Thank you guys. We're, we're very happy to have people um, supporting us. Yeah. And, uh, so many talented help, people, too. Yeah, really. Because we're not that talented. We're, we're just <laughs> we're idiots just sitting talking. in front of a microphone. <laughs> um, but we're, we're, we're thankful to have these people that are they're helping us and yeah. wanting to see this podcast succeed a little bit. So yes. And we thank you guys so much for listening to yes, us. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Uh, we'll see you next yes. week with our next episode. Make Bye. sure you tune in. Yeah.